0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.
1: Right now, we're joined by Jason Markosoff with McLean's Magazine. Hi, Jason. Good afternoon, Jaylen. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, I know that you have covered numerous elections in this province over the years. Um, if you were to say, you know, pick a, a couple of things, how different is is this one compared to those? Well, we know this has been the biggest, the most two-way race yeah.
0: that we've seen uh, in memory. This is my fifth election. I go back to uh, two thousand four, the last, uh, the last of the Ralph Klein elections, um, and you know the MD. You know, it'll, it, you know, for, for a lot of a lot of Alberta's history, the uh, the election's not been about who's going to win, but by how so big much. a majority <laughs> does the governing party win by? Um, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's been seldom where we have elections where change seems imminent or even possible. Obviously in this one, change seems likely. Um, every single poll has shown a large mm-hmm. lead for the, for the United Conservatives. And um, I think, you know, my biggest curiosity is what will the margin be? But we could be surprised. In 2012, uh, that was one of the elections I covered here. Uh, we were all writing the obituary of the yeah. Alison Redford Tories. Danielle Smith was going to sweep to uh, power. Well, uh, Alison Redford uh, served for a few more years in office, and Danielle Smith is on, uh, on CHQR radio.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think over the past uh, you know, a couple of elections, we've started to you know, um, not put um, all of the weight into the polls as we once did. And I think that was certainly the case last year. I know uh, you talked to Rachel Notley, you know, four years ago going into that election saying, you know, she saw things were changing, that sort of thing, and they had a feeling. Um, And we talked about it on the text. You know, our text line here at 630Chad was fascinating to watch uh, during the last election. This time around, Um, I've got to tell you, Jason, you know, the text line is just as nasty as this campaign has been. Um, Have you been surprised with the nastiness? On both,
0: yeah, I'm not surprised by it. Um, it, It's, it's you know, I I, I had a feeling coming into it that we'd all uh, at the end of the election want to shower with uh, steel wool scrub brushes. (laughs) Um, I think that's been the best prediction I've made all campaign. Um, You know, we knew the stakes are very high, and it's Mm -hmm. you know, none of the elections in our recent history have uh, featured such polarizing parties. Um, Jason Kenney is, uh, you know, he's. You know, he is much more on the right, the right side of the uh, conservative spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably—I would say—he's the most fiscally conservative and socially conservative major leader we've had in Canadian politics. Mm-hmm. Since Stockwell Day led the Canadian Alliance wow. Party back in the Chrétien days in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, he really wants to take the take Alberta in a different direction, um, not only different from where the NDP had it, but also undo a lot of years of a yeah. progressive conservative rule and bring and, and lurch Alberta to the right in a lot of different ways. And of course, the NDP is is a government on the likes of which we haven't really seen in Alberta that they have a lot of um, social democratic or democratic socialist um, views on things like. Government spending, the role of government in boosting the economy, minimum wage, labor standards—they in some ways—they've really been a uh, made a huge difference in how our provincial government approaches this uh, this province. So you put those two. Sides in a, in a room together, and dust uh, sparks will fly, and people yeah. pick sides, and of course, social media makes us all the more hostile towards each other.
1: Ah, uh, social media, yes, that cesspool. Um, yeah, as you said, you know, two two very uh, different parties, two very different plans uh, to, to 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 you know for the for the uh, province to move forward uh, with, um, and then somewhere in the middle, it seems that those people who maybe are in the middle are just are. are getting get get lost um and so it's either seemingly you know you're voting uh you're voting uh, very conservative you're voting um you know uh ndp and and that's got to be frustrating for those parties like the alberta party who are you know trying to gain a foothold and try to be a little bit more moderate
0: you know they seem to have some strength in a couple of writings where they seem likely to win um, you know, I don't really, I haven't been to Edmonton McClung, uh, Mandel's riding mm-hmm. during this election, um, but spending time around and talking to people in Calgary Elbow, where former leader Greg Clark is, yeah. um, the fact that they're viable makes them an option. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they're not viable in almost every other riding in the province, um, makes them very hard. You know, given that polarization of the, uh, left-leaning NDP and the right-leaning UCP, you know, notionally, it would be the perfect time for, for a, a, a progressive party or a moderate party to come in up the middle. Yeah. Um, but those two sides have been so loud, so rancorous, setting such stark stakes as to what a victory by the wrong team means. Mm-hmm. Um, economic or social destruction of our province. It's a bit of an exaggeration, but not too much of an exaggeration um, from what the parties are saying. But there's just little room for uh, a party that uh, gives you uh, warm fuzzies that they're gonna, you know, gonna be an alternative. Um, people are not looking trying to elect an alternative voice. They're trying to um, ensure that the government they want gets in, or more particularly the government they don't want, um, stays away from power.
1: Do you think those uh, that uh, that huge number of Albertans that cast ballots during the advance poll uh, polls over the last week, is that uh, a, a sign of interest uh, in this election, uh, a want for change, or is it just the convenience of doing so, or a combination of them all?
0: It is really hard to say. Um, I wish I had a better sense of how busy the polls were comparatively so far uh, this week. I'm not sure if I don't, haven't seen any elections Alberta um, reporting of early turnout thus far to have that sense. I'm not hearing anything about crazy huge lineups. It could very well be that uh, everybody just voted early and Election Day is a fairly quiet affair. Um, probably not, though. I mean, when yeah. six hundred ninety-six thousand people voting in advance is nearly triple, yeah. triple the advance votes from uh, from two thousand fifteen, and in two thousand fifteen we had fifty-seven percent of the uh, vote come out, uh, mm-hmm. turnout, which was a two-decade high. Yeah, um, I, I expect us to surpass that. Um, and I think it, it, some of that will be a change vote. But I also think some of it will be um, it, when turnout goes up, it's often people who don't normally vote. Um, who doesn't normally vote? Um, people in lower income brackets, mm-hmm. people with lower education, and especially youth. Uh, young voters are more likely to go for, uh, for not being the NDP. Um, I think one of the sleeper groups to watch is unemployed young males. Because mm. um, I think a lot of the unemployed young men are not going to be voting notly they're going to be voting for uh, for the right- wing change vote.
1: A couple of articles that you had done recently um, for McLean's that I, I enjoyed reading, and it was um, looking at um, you know, what you learned about the, uh, the two leaders, about Notley and Kenny, over the past uh, four weeks. I'm going to ask you, um, what jumped out at you uh, regarding both of them over the past few weeks? What did you learn about them?
0: One of the common things I, I learned in, in, in watching them on the campaign trail and just thinking about um, what our perceptions were both of them coming into it, is that, you know what? Neither of them are that amazing at campaigning. (laughs) To pick Notley, Notley in 2015 was his breath of fresh air. Nobody in the province really knew her, Mm -hmm. and she dazzled in the debate. Mm -hmm. She was his breath of fresh air. She didn't come across as too, you know, too hard-edged labor lefty. Um, She she was just contrastingly different um, against two very poorly performing uh leaders uh Brian Jean and mm. Jim Prentice uh, so expectations were very high of her she didn't do that well in debate and she's really been uh, it it's been weird to watch her being uh, so resolutely negative even if there's some some merit in in talking about the uh, the hatred coming from some candidates in the ucp and some of the policies like on gay straight alliances but uh the resolute negative and negativity of her has really turned a lot of people off then there's jason kenney um he came into the, he came back to alberta for after 20 years in ottawa with a reputation for being this sterling communicator mm-hmm. an amazing campaign organizer well the vetting of his candidates uh, proves he had a lot of holes there um and he when i hear him speak he winds up talking in 12 point plans. He wants to list every single thing he's going to do and make sure he adds in a bunch of by the ways. <laughs> um, you know, occasionally he gets back to those applause lines for yeah. his partisan to cheer at at rallies, but it takes a while for him to get there. Um, in this campaign, you know, he started this campaign with a very significant lead and that's gone down a fair bit. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, his ability to perform or inability to perform very well on the uh, hustings and uh, the that the NEP has been able to uh, help drive uh, drive the negatives, you know, about uh, Jason Kenney.
1: Yeah, and you know what, Jason, I've always, um, I'm, I, I've always found um, Jason Kenney um, to be a better speaker. I've enjoyed listening to him speak when I've been at events with him when he uh, gets off the prepared notes, when he just talks. Um, I've always enjoyed it uh, just a little bit more because I find actually both of them, and that happens oftentimes. It just becomes forced and it's repetitive and it just is the same old, same old. And and to be honest with you, a lot of us are fed up with the same old, same old. We we don't want to hear. We don't want to hear the talking points. We want to hear some real, and, and they're not going to stray from that. Uh, I know you've got to go. You've got lots of stuff uh, to do today. Are you making any predictions, Jason?
0: Uh, uh here's uh, here, okay, here's one one fun riding to watch. Okay, Banff, Kananaskis. Are yes. we talking about a big wipeout in rural Alberta, yep. small town Alberta. Um, well, I've been following the race in Banff, Kananaskis, yes. just outside of Emm- of Calgary and it's it's actually one that the n d p and the u c p think uh could go orange um okay. it It could be this remarkable seat outside of calgary uh could be one of the only seats in the province outside of the two major cities hmm. and possibly lethbridge west where shannon Phillips is yeah. um, that could go uh could could go uh could could go n d p and it's in part because uh the candidate in Banff is not very well liked uh, the conservative oh. candidate. And the fact that well, gosh, you know, I think people realize that Banff and Kenmore are kind of lefty cities, <laughs> and when given the choice, they may uh they you know they're sort of our uh you know our our uh our our app in Colorado, i guess um, they have a lot of yoga types <laughs> a lot of yoga
1: types. <laughs> Jason Marcusoff, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can check out Jason's great work at McLean's Magazine. Thank you for taking the time today. I appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you. You bet you. Jason Marcusoff, again, from McLean's Magazine. You can follow him at Markusoff on Twitter. Uh, some of the other ones, uh, you know, just to, to break this down a little bit. And, Chris, thanks for holding. I'm going to get your phone call in just a moment. Um, just, again, to break this down. So you've got to win 44 seats to get a majority. It's an 87-seat legislature. The uh, NDP won 54 seats seats in the last election. Um, All 19 in Edmonton, 15 out of 25 in Calgary, seven out of the bedroom communities around Edmonton, five in Lethbridge, Medicine Hat, Red Deer, that area, and then eight in small town um, Alberta. And we from um, you know recent polling, um, you know looking like still Edmonton's quite popular for the uh, NDP, and uh, Calgary is um, you know is is UCP, and a lot of the rural ridings as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, breaks down. As we mentioned, there are 696,000 people voted in advance polls that shattered the record of 235,000 in 2015. Um, so Jason mentioned uh, ridings to watch. He mentioned. mentioned Mentioned uh, Banff Banff, Kananaskis. There's a few more that people are keeping an eye on as well. He mentioned Lethbridge West. uh, Environment Minister Shannon Phillips uh, running there. Um, What will the carbon tax... Due to her there. Uh, Calgary Mountain View, uh, Kathleen Ganley's the NDP uh, candidate there, Jeremy Wong with the UCP, David Kahn, of course, the Liberal, and Angela Colcott with the Alberta Party. So that one's going to be a close one to watch. Um, And of course, Edmonton Meadows uh, where um, the UCP parachuted in uh, Len Rhodes. We'll see what happens there. And Calgary Elbow. Um, You're looking at um, Greg Clark uh, from the Alberta Party up against Doug Schweitzer. That's going to be a tough one there as well. And we'll keep an eye on as well at Edmonton-McClung where Alberta Party uh, leader Stephen Mandel trying to grab that seat. So um, 57% voter turnout in the last election. Um, It's going to be fascinating uh, to see what the numbers are uh, when everything is all tallied up. That was a record back in 2015. Um, If you look at those advanced polls, 696,000 shattering that record. Could we see that uh, voter turnout You know, inch up into the 60s?
0: The 630 CHED Afternoon News with
1: Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 CHED.